that lets you save the food. Okay. Well, the proteins, you want to try to get as much white, like egg white and chicken fish, fish as much white as possible because those are going to be the easiest to digest. So it's kind of funny how it flip-flops. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. We are talking about protein tonight. He's going to join us shortly. He's just finishing up his hot, cold water therapy, and then he'll be joining us. We can get started talking about our third macro already. Drew did carbs, and Drew and I did fats together. So if you haven't had a chance to check those out, I'd really suggest going back and having a look. And... Also, if you want to grab a piece of paper and a pen and have a little nutrition kind of notebook going on, these are really great crash courses that we've got happening or going on. Okay, let's do the protein. So just like we talked about, I talked about carbohydrates the last time, and there's kind of like a tier or what we would suggest is easier to digest and probably better on the body. So like probably easier to digest in most cases. So if I were to jump right into it, I can go from easiest to digest to hardest to digest. Proteins. Yes. Well, these are meat proteins. Uh, You're going to talk about the difference between plant proteins and meat proteins. Are you? No. Oh, okay. Then talk about the digestion level. Well, I was going to talk about meat proteins. Okay. So when it comes to meat proteins, we have a tier of easier to digest. So the problem is when it comes to digestion, most people deal with digestion issues and it's because of the hard to digest foods that they're putting in their body. So if you were to put like, I would put egg whites and fish at the very top of easy to digest. So if you're eating egg whites or fish on a regular basis, you would have better, your digestion will be, or work at a better rate than if you're having red meat three nights a week. So red meat would be on the bottom. Red Hardest to digest. That's right. So you have your, you have your, let's say egg whites. Egg whites without the yolks are probably like digest very quickly. Um, so you have, let's say eggs, then we have fish, and then we can look at chicken, turkey. Those are probably very, very similar. And then you can look at pork isn't even there. Like those ones are like pork or like lamb or I don't know who eats that. Maybe you guys do, but we don't. But um, then we would put red meat, which most people eat. So um, it's a tough one because we're in Alberta and we have friends and family who work on farms, own farms, have cattle. It's not that we're trying to tell you not to eat it. The problem with Alberta is the size of the red meat and the frequency. So having a huge steak three nights a week or steak turned into ground beef doesn't mean I'm not having steak. <laughs> you know, I don't have steak three times a night. Like I only have it twice and I have ground beef twice. So that is the biggest issue is the frequency and size when it comes to hard to digest food. I never, I grew up on the East Coast. We don't really do steak. And I mean, I don't, I don't even remember doing it 
not like having it as a kid. But anyway, and I came out to Alberta and I was like, oh my gosh, why is their steak so big? I don't get it. Oh, and Albertans <laughs> have no idea. Like I've been all I over the world and I've seen, I've seen how people eat steak and you come back and you're still like, wow, that's a big piece of meat. <laughs> so four ounces is more than enough if you want to have a steak or if you want to have some ground beef or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And we would suggest that on a less frequent basis than some of the easy digest we talked about. Mm -hmm. I was just going to point out that proteins kind of backwards to the carb talk that Drew had with you guys last week. On the carb show, we talked about getting away from the white stuff. The, the white bread, the white rice, the white pasta, because that's really hard for our bodies to digest. And you want to go for the more colorful stuff, the more colorful carbs, like sweet potatoes, for example. Uh, but with proteins, it's kind of the flip-flop. You want to try to get as much white, like egg white and chicken, fish, fish as much white as possible, because those are going to be the easiest to digest. So it's kind of funny how it flip-flops. So then the next step, the next step or next stage is plant-based protein. And this is it's always a question for us. Like people always ask, where do you get your protein from? Or are you getting enough protein? Or I don't know why or how we got, maybe you, you know, Drew, how we got so stuck on meat is protein. How do we get stuck on that? That's how we were raised. Yeah. It was the, it's called the SAD diet, standard oh. American diet. Oh, SAD. But our mindsets are, it's so hard to break that mindset. It is because we grew up with like, what's for dinner? Steak. You don't say Brussels sprouts are for dinner because <laughs> most people are like, and eh, because you don't know how to cook them, you boil them. And actually, I talked about this. Do you know in Detoxify Yourself, there's an extra. 150. Extra. Extra. <laughs> <laughs> Very excited about that. There's so much. I'm typing and it's just coming out, coming out for all. I don't even know where it's coming from. It's coming out. So. It was just explaining like how conventional, like our conventional dinners, our conventional way of living around food has caused so many issues today. Mm -hmm. And it's around, and it's around like, like I said, like steak and potatoes, sorry, steak, but it's, it's around this. Remember it's around the side. You can still have your, your steak, but it's around the white potatoes. It's around, it's around the white bread or the rolls. Like none of that stuff is beneficial it's not nutrient dense for you so when we look at how we can live a little bit more healthily to do work if you if we when we live a little bit more healthy we have to take these small steps to make some changes so you said how did it begin like that it was because we got a roast like a roast is on it'll be ready by five hmm. it wasn't like oh we're gonna do some veggies or we got some we got a beautiful salad we're whipping up yeah. That's just not how we were raised. And I was wondering, like... And the meat kind of took over uh, the big portion of our plate as well. When If we're ha consuming meat, it should be the smallest portion plate. But the meat kind of took over as yeah. the main event, mm -hmm. which is kind of funny. Well, it's like turkey dinner, right? What are yeah. you having for dinner? Turkey? Or sometimes people have fish. You're having turkey or fish. It's still a meat. Yeah. But then when you have the turkey, it takes up half the table. But I was thinking, like, conventionally like you have a big steak and you have white potatoes those are both the top hardest to digest foods so you put the two hardest to digest foods in your body and you know what on top of that is that dairy i had this conversation with someone in our fifth that but i didn't ask if we can if i can share that publicly but so what happens is is you have a piece of meat and you have dairy now dairy milk for example turns into sugar very quickly almost instantly in our body what so you're sugar? what's that 
kind of issue. Right. <laughs> so then you put <laughs> the, you're eating a steak, for example, or, or red meat, or it does it could even be a chicken or fish, but you're eating, you're eating meat, for example, that turns into a sugar as well. And you're washing it down with the sugar. So your body doesn't, like your stomach and like you have, um, we have good bacteria, we have digestive enzymes. We have things that can help digest our food, but because we're wash, we're eating sugar and we're washing it down with sugar, it doesn't get a chance to digest properly. So there's a bit more scientific stuff that I don't completely understand yet, but we have issues with the whole digestion and them going in different tubes too quickly when they shouldn't be. Um, food combining like, is a thing. It's really, it gets really complicated and complex, but we have friends that have studied food combining quite intensely and stick by it. Um, yeah, it just gets pretty complex. It does. Well, I work with different holistic nutritionists mm -hmm. and I've had many on the radio show. So I've talked to a lot of different ones and it's definitely something to consider, but uh, the very basis of, but like the, the way we teach is, is very similar to holistic nutrition. Like that's, and I'm, I'm talking about like the holistic nutrition course. I'm not talking about like, because we're, we take the more holistic approach, but if you look at the way we teach, it'd be very similar to someone that took the holistic nutrition, mm -hmm. which neither of us did. <laughs> I'm okay with that. You know, like, you know what I have a problem with is like, I haven't, maybe I don't. We can move on. <laughs> okay. We can move on. Um, what else? Another thing, well, you were going to talk about plant-based protein as well. Yes. Because a lot of times when we think about protein, we just think about meat. And then if we don't eat meat, then we feel like we have to supplement with protein powder or other things like there's protein bars and things like that. Soy products. Soy. So like we. Tofu. You want some protein? Sure, I'll have some tofu. Oh, yeah. The plant-based world is full of tofu. They always ask oh, us, like, well, no, 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 no meat. You want some protein? No meat, please. And they're like, so tofu? No protein. And we're like, there's protein in the food. We don't want meat. <laughs> or, and then they say, okay, then they bring the tofu. Like, no, no, don't tofu. <laughs> or we're like, yeah, we say no meat. So then they're like, oh, vegetarians, which we're, we're not. <laughs> oh, vegetarians. Oh, you want tofu? No tofu, no meat. And then very confused. They're very confused. <laughs> Wrong you know, they're probably like those people are very confused <laughs> you know like it's funny because people always want to put a label like are you vegetarian are you vegan are you keto are you paleo and we don't have one like people are like well what are you <laughs> we, know, yeah. we people you could probably consider us plant-based if you wanted to label but we still eat meat once we still eat a little meat yeah. and a lot of people a lot of like plant-based or no. so we can't say we're vegetarian because we do eat a little bit of, bit of seafood and meat once in a while right so it's like anyway so when it comes to plant-based proteins you can look at a couple things you can look at something like quinoa which is a complete protein so quinoa is also in the cat in the carb category so quinoa is actually a seed and they also call it a pseudo grain not that that matters in the big scheme of things, other than that it's a superfood and it has a com the complete lineup of amino acids. So the same amino acids that make up a meat protein. So with quinoa though, you it's much more easy to utilize, digest and absorb. So your body will get more protein out of it. You know, what's also interesting is that as we do more research around these greens is that spirulina, obviously it's algae, it's plants, cup for cup, pound for pound, it has more protein than red meat. 
And people are like, well, like, how can that be? It's just because of the, the genetic makeup of naturally occurring foods. And plant, and, and just because something like an LJ <laughs> doesn't, was, isn't known for a high protein content, people have a really hard time understanding that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to quinoa, again, it has a complete protein, the complete lineup of amino acids that a meat would have. And then you could look at hemp seeds. Hemp, hemp seeds is also a seed. <laughs> and it's also a complete protein. So you get tons of good quality um, protein, like grams of protein when eating plants and then and not having meat. And it's funny because the, I don't know, plant-based is so interesting to me because there's so many crossovers. So for example, a lot of healthy fats, well, like for example, nuts and seeds, will also be high in protein. So it's kind of like double, right? And also they're high in calories, which scares a lot of people, but those are clean calories that can be burned off as fuel. The problem is, is that people eat mostly saturated fat. And we talk, I don't think we talk about fats. We talked about fats. Yes. This is a tough one because when people hear saturated fats, they're like, (gasps) but then you can have like, um, you can have grass fed butter, for example, you can have medium chain triglycerides and people are like, is that a saturated fat? And then I'm like, did you know your brain is mostly saturated fat? (laughs) And I understand like it can be confusing, but that's why we're here to help you understand. But when it comes to those clean calories, we need clean calories to burn fuel throughout the day. And people are afraid of clean calories. They're like, oh, not seeds. People are just afraid of calories in general, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have your your nuts and seeds, which are really good, really high in, in fats, omega-3s that we need. They're really high in um, good quality proteins. And then people aren't eating them because they're scared of calories, which is a mistake if yes. But it's different. Like, for example, I don't know what a, what a portion of nuts would be. See, I, I don't count calories, so I don't even know. Mm-hmm. But a handful of nuts, like, say it's like 200 something calories. Let's just say, well, that's a lot different than... A lot, you can't compare those calories to the 200 calories that are in French fries, for example. It's not equal. Like it doesn't, even though maybe the calorie count is the same, 250 calories in your French fries and 250 calories in your head full of nuts. Well, anyway, I'm just trying to make an example. Like it's not the same. Like your your body can use the calories from from the healthy fats, from the nuts and seeds. Your body has no idea what to do with the calories from the French fries. So it's stored as body so it's fat. stored as body fat. Yeah. Anyway, we got really All going in a place. circle there. No, no, that's a good one because I don't think a lot of people understand that not, not every calorie is created. It's not the same. <laughs> so those calories from, from French fries, those will be stored as body fat. Your calories from nuts and seeds will be burned off as energy. Mm-hmm. To like Just because the number, that's why I don't like to the weigh. Numbers. We don't like to weigh. We don't like to count calories. Count calories or like count your colors, not your calories. <laughs> because that stuff, like it doesn't equate, it doesn't add up. So coming back to the the plant based protein. So we mentioned quinoa. We mentioned hemp seeds. Those are both complete proteins. You can get a lot of protein, so you can sprinkle the hemp seeds on your sure. And we can also add the mm-hmm. quinoa to it's about anything. So what the great? I thought you were gonna jump in there. Sorry. Like, Sorry. What the great thing about quinoa is, is that on its own, it pretty much is, but doesn't really have much of a flavor. So whatever you add it to, it's going to take on that flavor. So for example, we, for my lunch tomorrow, I had added some quinoa to my Greek salad to get some more protein in, but my quinoa is going to take on the flavors of the Greek salad, right? And it's light and fluffy. It don't even really taste 
Susan says, I don't know. I didn't know that. I look at the calories. Good to know. Don't look yeah. at calories. Look at ingredients. And yeah. like those, that, that, that <gasps> nutritional fact section, that's, it's so deceiving. They build those to be deceiving. So they can say only 100 calories per two, ch no, it says 100, like 100 calories per serving. So, and then the serving is two chips. And like, who sits <laughs> Who's going to eat two chips? Okay. So you have 10 <laughs> chips and you have 1,000 calories and you're like, and then people are gaining weight and they're like, well, I got this 100 calorie bag per serving. I don't understand what's happening. So we have to get away from that. We really do have to get away from counting calories and pay attention to the ingredients and make sure that you are consuming clean ingredient much differently than there was like a whole trend you guys may have remembered that was like probably like 10 15 years ago and it might still be going on i'm not sure but the 100 calorie snack bags do you remember that so it'd be like 100 calories of these crackers or 100 calories of these fish Cheetos. <laughs> the yellow fish? What are those called? No, I'm about the kids yeah. eat them. The little fish things. Little oh, the cheese, crackers? The cheese. The, the, what are they called? Goldfish. Goldfish, Goldfish crackers? Anyway, there was this big like trend for a while about the 100 calorie snack bags and just went crazy. But then you look at the ingredients of the 100 calories and it's like half the package and then your 100 calories is like this little... <laughs> Mmm, so filling. <laughs> we were at a trade show, and like we were standing there, complete food, protein, healthy food, healthy living. And at the, I remember that like the back of this was like a square or a circle, and then people were coming up and they're they giving these bags away for free or next to free, but they had these like bags of chips or popcorn or I don't know what it was, but it was people like were like puff chips, puffy like yeah, yeah. like kind of like cheesies that puff. Yeah. Anyway. And people were like excited, like they just stole something. So I asked the lady, I was like, what do you got in the bag there? And she was like, oh no, she's like, oh, we got some chips or whatever she said. And I was like, well, what's in them? She's like, I don't know, but they're only a hundred calories. She was like, she hit the jackpot. I was like, oh my gosh. I don't know what I'm eating, but it's hundred calories. I'm like, you should know what you're eating. You should know <laughs> oh. what you put in your body. Everything you put in your body, you should know. Yeah. Um, one other thing I wanted to talk about a little bit, maybe we don't have time to get into it too much, Drew, but I know you're kind of an expert at talking about pr protein isolate and protein powder, how they're not all created equally. Yes. Yes. I don't know what you're going with that. Well, I just think it's important to know, like I had mentioned earlier, that a lot of times if we start eating more plant-based and we're kind of concerned about our protein intake, like, oh my gosh, because I'm eating more plants or more plant-based or more vegetarian. I'm not getting enough protein because I cut out the meat, so I have to supplement with protein powders. But a lot of times when we're supplementing with protein supplements, powders or bars or whatever it is, the ingredients are horrible, <laughs> right? In the, in the protein powder. So we really have to be careful with the protein isolates, like the protein powders, for example, because they... The industry is very, um, how do you say, deceptive, but also uh, bombarded with a lot, like, based oh, on advertising, oh. right? And so it's not really based on, you would think it's based on nutrition, but it's not really based on quality ingredients or nutrition, nutritionally sound ingredients. It's the same as, like, those big companies like Post, for example, or Nestle. Like those companies aren't built around health, obviously, but they have huge marketing dollars. Mm -hmm. So it's the same as in the protein industry, mm -hmm. the supplements industry. 
a lot like that. You see that Jameson name brand? like In the supplement. Yeah, I got But it's a very low-quality product. Tons of horrible ingredients. We shouldn't be consuming without question. But they have a lot of marketing dollars, and they're cheap, and they have. They, I'm guessing they have really high margins, which is why people, everyone stocks them. And they're they're terrible. They're horribly filled with toxins. So I feel like I'm trying to compare like those big companies, those big grocery type of companies, to the supplement industry. I think people feel like the supplement industry should be cleaner mm. or healthy, mm. and it's not. It's no different than grocery stores. And then you look at, like, I actually went to a pharmacy here. I don't want to name names, but I went to a pharmacy recently, and I was kind of, it was a new, like newer, and I was kind of expecting, like, better quality products. It seemed like, like a bit smaller and a bit, it was a pharmacy, and I was, like, I was expecting more of, like, a health food store. Mm. I don't know why. And I went in there and I looked at the products and I was like, what are you doing? Why would you do this? So, um, but I don't think they knew. And I actually asked them one of the products. There's, they, had, um, they had MCP oil there. And it was very oddly labeled. It wasn't very clear on which, which C it was, like which ingredients it was. It yeah, thank you. And I asked the guy and he's like, uh, this is for blood pressure. Good oils for blood pressure. And I was like... <laughs> But I mean, I don't know if that's his fault. Like, I think he was the pharmacist who understands more about pharmaceuticals. So he probably would have been better off saying, I don't really know. Maybe I can do some research and look it up for you. Mm -hmm. Something else could say. Oh, in regards to more protein powder. That's one of the re like one of the reasons we we wanted to create our own protein powder is because clients kept at, like years ago. When Drew first started on personal training, clients kept asking and asking, well, what protein supplement should I take? What protein? And when Drew and I really started digging deep into it, we couldn't really find one that we'd even recommend, right? Anyone taking. And that's when Drew approached me and was like, or said to me, well, we're just going to have to make our own. And I laughed at him. Oh, I was like, oh. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, you're serious. Who wants to make his own protein powder? <laughs> but that's where our supplement business first started yeah because the industry is so bombarded with low-call products it was like we got to do something so i can recommend something but um you want to read that uh, and it says years ago a friend of mine had a big plastic grocery bag full of stuff and i asked what she had and it was expired vitamins she excitedly asked me if i wanted any i said i'll pass things yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> that's my God. funny yeah it's tough one but um i just want to finish i just want to finish up on the proteins from food Okay. And then we can come back around to the supplements. Sorry, did I zigzag? <laughs> so when it comes to, you can also find, so you can also find plants or grains or legumes, however you want to put it, that will make a complete protein. Oh, yes. And I guess that's, you can combine vegetables. To make yes. a complete so if you look at beans and brown rice, those make a complete protein. So that, that combination, we talked about food combining briefly, but that briefly. Recently. I caught that <laughs> briefly. 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 When the diction, when the true form diction. <laughs> um, so if you combined the beans and brown rice, thank you. That makes a complete protein. So that acts very similar to a meat product. And then you could look at the digestion; it could possibly digest easier than a meat product. Mm -hmm. So, so you have your um, say it again, your beans, beans and brown rice. Thank you. you look, even the blanks there when I ask you to fill in. Because <laughs> I was kind of not listening. <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh. It's exactly what happened. So you have the beans and the brown rice, then you have a side salad, and then maybe you put some hemp seeds for some extra protein in your healthy fats. Done. You have a complete meal. You have all the macronutrients you need. Then you can look at, that's why I really like the green smoothie, is because if you combine celery and cucumber, that makes a complete protein as well. Mm -hmm. So you're having a lot of people like, oh, in the morning, they're like, 
oh, where are you getting your protein from? And like, well, this is all the amino acids. Like, that's the complex that um, that makes meat. That makes that makes the protein in protein. meat. So you're getting protein as well in the morning. And most people think you're just getting vegetables. So cool. So fast. So th then coming back to the the protein supplements, you, you see, you, you hear two different thought processes. Some people say, I don't need I don't need a protein supplement because I eat meat. I would say that's a false statement. But then some people, some people kind of think the opposite. They think that they only need protein supplements and not any forms of meat. And I say any forms of meats being high protein plant plants or grains as well. So I feel, or we feel that we need both to have a nice combination, um, to have a nice combination of a well-balanced or well-rounded meal, nutrition. And because we have our protein powders now, We've heard from like over over time, we've heard people say, oh, I can't do protein powders because it bothers my digestion or I can't do protein powders. It makes me right. But that would be how would I say, Drew, that would be the protein powders with the less than ingredients. <laughs> so you need to find if you are going to supplement then you you need to find something that has easily to digest foods in the protein powder. So, for example, with our uh, our vanilla protein, our true form protein powder, it has fermented, sprouted ingredients in there, organic, organic ingredients, plant ingredients that will help you th that help aid in the digestion process. Yeah. And that's the problem is that people think that all supplements are created equally. doesn't matter if it's protein supplements, magnesium supplements, you go to the supplement rack. That's why that Jameson brand is so popular because it's so cheap and people don't know the difference. They're like, oh, that's the cheapest one on the rack, done. Yeah. Not knowing that that is doing more damage than not having anything at all. I, I was like walking around our neighborhood the other day going for a walk and I saw a lady like unpacking her car and she was unpacking like one of the giant tubs like that you'd buy of protein powder like you'd buy at like Costco or something like that and I like wanted to jump in like just no I want to save you because that's gonna cause so many more digestion problems and health problems like it's just frustrating because of it's so deceiving. You you are thinking that you're doing a good thing for your health, and it's a good deal. It's good for financially. It's for the pocket, but unknowingly, most times you're going to be causing so much more health problems. Yeah, digestion. So that so that's I guess that's protein. So you you have your different types of protein, your different levels of protein that we talk about. And you see it in the meal plan, like we put those in the meal plan for a reason, uh, the well-balanced meals and then the different types of meats, for example, or you'll see quinoa in there, brown rice in there, you'll see lentils and like, there's a reason that we design those meal plans for you guys. And then of course, when it comes to supplements, make sure you guys, like we're big fans of quality over quantity. And that's one of the reasons like before we decide if we're going to, I should, I can, I'll keep meaning to put this down. There's a reason when it comes to supplement, we have like a checklist of, is it something that we, we, we need or we want ourselves? Is there a lack of education on the market, which most times there is? And is this something that we would recommend or could benefit our friends and family? Mm. And if those aren't on, if every one of those aren't on the list, then we pass. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not really interested. So when it comes to supplements, we hope that you guys will consider good quality ones before just grabbing. And with protein powders, we do, like I know most of you 
are already have our, our protein powders, which are in our supplements, which we appreciate greatly your support. But if you're if you're not sure, we do have two different proteins that you can purchase from us as well. So um, we have our protein isolate, which is the vanilla true form protein powder. And then we also have complete truth protein, which is more of a meal. So, so we do have we do sell clean options as well. And our CTP is more for baking, and you can throw that in smoothies, but we suggest if you're going to bake more, you should have the CTP. It's a really nice gluten-free flour. And then the vanilla protein, that is more for, um, it's more for shakes or smoothies. So we kind of have both. If you're going to have more shakes, the vanilla. If you're going to have more baking, then you buy the CTP. Or you can have CTP and baking and the vanilla if you're going to use them for two purposes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. That's it. Yeah. Thank, Thank you guys you for guys joining for us. In. Have a good night, everyone. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post up there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge, Tabata challenge whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew tadia again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadio, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.